Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mugganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Selvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk Action Jackson, KG and O-Town with you. Come on in, the water is really warm today. Uh, Doug, it is hotter than the fires of hell here. How hot is it? It's only 8.09 Eastern. I, I mean, I, I will probably begin to perspire at 7.21 St. Louis time, and then I think I'm going to lactate at 7.30. Oh, that's not possible, is it? That's not possible. You want to find out? Saw it on the river. I don't want to find out. Thank you. Yeah, Plowhawk saw it on the river. Yeah, you get Buzz's wife out there to milk you. Oh, what? this is how the show starts. Well, it's a slow week, and it's Mount Rushmore week. Is that what they oh, call it, Jackson? Yeah, it's Mount Rushmore season. We're in the doldrums. It's going to be almost 100 here today, Tim, so don't feel bad. Oh, is that right? Is it really? We're going to call Seth Goldcamp, yeah. Design Air Heating and Cooling. He's going to be out there, and he's going to fix that air conditioning mm. up for you quick, fast, in a hurry. He's online at designairservice.com, sponsor of our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show, and uh, Jim Dandy so far. Oh, I see Kevin Miller won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, yesterday. Yes, he did. Doug, did you, did, did you vote for him? No, of course time? not. No, I did not. Buck Swope, Brian Henschen, Tiger Terry, and Kevin Miller all with wins. Yeah, I think I championed that Kevin Miller effort. Uh-huh. It <laughs> might be one of his first wins. He hadn't won in ages. It's been a while, but he's won months before, which Has is he? more telling. He's he's in good form. Yeah. He's kind of the he's kind of the Wyndham Clark. He's been playing well, oh. and uh, it finally converted yesterday. Design Air, online at designairservice.com. Should you run into any air conditioning problems with it being uh, apparently super hot in St. Louis as well? Yeah, the... Uh, the glass in front of me for the windows is already steamy. And like I said, it's, it's you know, it's 8, 11 uh, Eastern time. So all hell's going to break loose here. But, Doug, all hell broke loose uh, last night uh, in the All-Star game. That was a Jim Dandy, I oh. say, as I act like I watched a second of it. I didn't watch any. I forgot it even happened. I thought it was tonight. <laughs> it's, it's been ruined to me by the uniforms. Oh, that, those it, are just, it destroys the game for me. I mean, they had horrendous uniforms on. The National League looked like they were wearing regular pants, street pants, yeah, those slacks. Are I thought the Americans. I thought the American leagues were beautiful. 
I just don't. I didn't like the National Leagues whatsoever. I can't tell. I can't tell who's who. That used to be one of the great things. One of the unique, wonderful things about the game. You see all the different uniforms. You could immediately identify your guy. It, it, you could. It just had so much personality when players were wearing their their team's uniforms, and now they all look the same. You don't know who's who. It's already a game. You really don't care who wins and loses. Now you can't tell who's on the field. Who designs jerseys? Because the NBA has ruined jerseys. In the 90s and 80s, those were it. Those were so unique. And now the All-Star game, and all of them basically wear, like, the same bland uniform. Yeah. But the National League logo on the helmet... It literally looked like a high school or middle school logo. Just the yeah. N. Just an yeah, N. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> Here's the answer for you, boys. You can buy all those jerseys for $195. There you go, Jackson. I wouldn't there dare do it. Go. I knew that was the reason, but I wouldn't spend a nickel on those jerseys. Right. Well, sell the someone sti- will. You can still sell the jerseys to the fans. It doesn't mean the players have to wear them. I guess that's fab. If maybe it was like a warm-up situation where they wore warm-ups like that. Maybe they could sell that, but I think you kind of need the players to wear it for people to think it has value. Hell with it. I'm with Doug. Think I mean, about it, Doug. I don't care about uniforms. I really don't. I think the Cardinals have one of the most beautiful uniforms in all of sport with the birds and the bat. Home but, uniforms. Yeah, but I'm no longer a fan of, uh, you know, ooh, our, our guy made the All-Star game. But it is kind of cool when they announce the players and you all have your own uniform on. Oh, it was very cool. And we're going to destroy all that. Decades of, of tradition gone because, hey, we can sell a few more jerseys. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Making money sometimes compromises art. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, Ray King is not happy because he says DirecTV didn't even have the game on Fox. <laughs> uh, and I say it like that because he uh, he was on all caps with exclamation points. Oh, it's Ray King, okay. Doug. Matty Mock's friend. Yeah, apparently yeah, DirecTV does not Fox 2. I saw that. That is correct, issue. Huh, really? Hawk, You are correct. Yes. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I was disappointed yeah. in myself that one player after the next would come into the game and I didn't have a clue who it was. Why do you I, hate Elias Diaz? I don't, I don't, I don't hate Elias Diaz. There was a bunch of players that I just didn't recognize at all, and I used to know, you know, every player that was on both teams. Nice show prep. Ass. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm an ass. That is the only. Re- <laughs> that is one of the only reasons I played. Because back in the day, we still talked a little sports on the show, and the only reason I played fantasy baseball is so I would keep up with baseball and keep up with the teams. And I thought producer playing. Joe banished you a decade ago. He did, but when I played. Uh, I, I knew almost every starting member on every team. You're playing fantasy baseball, and you're keeping up with the waiver wire and who's brought up and things like that. But I, I couldn't have named. I couldn't name one person on Seattle. Well, there was a lot of first-time all-stars that play for teams you never really watch. Right. So unless you were in fantasy baseball, I, you probably wouldn't know who the guys are. There have been some great players that have come through this ball. Yeah, they're on. <laughs> yeah, my computer is running just splendidly. Uh-oh, what's, a, what's the problem? It cut well, that off, didn't it? It cut it off. Yeah, it's a it did. It's a wonderful drop. Gateway 98. Get rid of Lipson. Hold on. It's, so is it Lipson or is it the fact that the computer is a desktop from 1998? Doug, <laughs> yeah, that was right. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. It was. It literally just cut off a whole sentence of that drop. Oh, you want to try it like again? A whole word. No, I'm not going to try it again. Oh, Play more drops. Well, <laughs> I wish I could. Oh, no. <laughs> really wish I could. Play another Anyways, one right now. Find one right now and play it. Let's see g- if it plays it. Back to you guys in the studio. <laughs> Are you upset with your drop machine? <laughs> Can we please have one more drop now to Loading see if it, it works? Loading it up. Okay. Oh, it is. takes a while. This is huge.
Well, that one played That was well. nice. It sounded perfect. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, I'll get to the fan page. It'll be a whole post on Plowsy not playing drops. Yeah. Oh, there's all. I mean. <laughs> Iggy, I didn't think you were on the fan page because there's there are allegations that you are all under a burner, and I just don't think that's the case. I'm not but on the fan page. I said go to the fan page. I'm sure there's already a post about no drops. Oh, there always. Uh, Doug, have you seen great. the post about no drops? No, I don't really. I love attention. all the posts on the fan page. I can't even get notifications off my phone. I'm sure I have oh, no idea how sakes. to do a burner, burner account yeah. on Facebook. I'd be confident <laughs> after watching Iggy, Doug and Iggy, or Doug teach Iggy how to screenshot mm-hmm. <laughs> that a burner account would not be in play. I don't even know if I would know how to set up a fake account. I can barely get to my, if I have to put in my password, I can't get on Facebook. I have everything saved and I don't remember what my passwords are, so. Doesn't your phone save your passwords? There's um, a section on your settings that'll have passwords on it. I don't. Well, don't give me, don't dismiss me like that. That's the case. You go to settings, and then you go to passwords, and a lot of your passwords are saved in there. I have a book at home that sits right by, right on the coffee table that has all my passwords. So if I forget it, I go look at the book, and yeah. the passwords are written down. Good to announce that on the radio. Well, if you want to break into my house and steal a book to get my passwords, are right ahead. At times, I think it might be easier to go ahead and get hacked and lose everything I have than to remember all the passwords that I need for everything. Well, with this Hubbard email, I don't know what's going on with it. You have to sign in like once a month. Oh, dude, yeah. Two-factor authentication. And I can't do it. I got to call Rutledge. Rut, it's not working again. (laughs) Oh, he's got to love that. If I ever had to type in my password on Facebook, I I don't remember it, and the email that is on it doesn't exist anymore. That's always nice. So I, I can't even reset a password even if I tried. There's not a little... Thing there that you can click on says forget your password. Well, and send te- you- oh, the phone number that's attached to it also doesn't doesn't exist anymore. No, oh, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> Spoonful of yogurt uh, goes in the mouth. <laughs> uh, you are welcome to get involved on the program. Many people have chosen to do so without solicitation. It's the EDF group text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Call in uh, an unbelievable press conference Wednesday. We're waiting for big old fans call. Doesn't seem like it's coming in just yet. 636-9004-TMA. And, of course, email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. You can watch us on YouTube live or go back and watch the show. YouTube.com slash TMASTL. We're friends of the feather. Gather and talk. Uh Uh-oh. I see Nate in Tallahassee is is active in the YouTube chat. I haven't heard from him in a while. He is... He is. Oh, and, and, what, the, and, what in the what world was, was that? that? Oh, sorry, I saw I sneeze. What kind of girly man <laughs> sneeze? Well, that was that? an interesting ending. This is wow. as disappointed as I've been in him in a while. What a yearning bottom! <laughs> My goodness. That's just how I sneeze. You're a yearning it's like, bottom? It's like he just finished. It's like, oh it's like a time bomb goes off and you can't really control it. I can't go like deep and oh. add bass to a sneeze. That's how I sneeze. My old aunt Yuda had a sneeze just like that. And what? Yuda. Oh. Uda was her name. Oh, I couldn't be sorry. Uh, old school, Oklahoma, <laughs> Kansas, years ago. 100 years ago or more. Yuda. Aunt Yuda. Yeah, she sneezed just like that. <laughs> Stunning. I'd like to hear that again. I don't, uh, Plowhawk, I don't know if that's possible, but uh, that was a. That's really how you sneeze, like if you're just at home? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, usually it's a little louder. Like, I kind of lean into it a little more. But, yeah, that's how I sneeze. Oh, be darned. Kind of a, I guess it kind of finishes on a high note. Yeah. You could ever uh, sneeze like that on Balloon Party (laughs) in the midst of an NBA take. I think they'd just explode. Yeah. They'd come into the studio. (laughs) A yearning bottom. (laughs) 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 It's the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Go online at St. Louis com or altontoyota.com and that's how you can go shopping for a new or pre-owned vehicle with the great Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson or Peter Munganast. You can also call or text the very secret number of 314-252-0029 to work with Munganast, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. It's Munganast and even if you didn't get your car from Munganast get your car serviced at Munganast, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota online at MunganassStLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com. That is how you can get involved on the program from the Michelob Ultra Studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. The sponsor of the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship and the upcoming Lemmings Open. It is Michelob Ultra Studio sponsor on TM. Looking for a delicious treat to cool down during the hot July month and weather here. Uh, Well, you go to Ted Drew's, and they have two locations, one on South Grand and the one on Chippewa, and you can get the all-new City Red Concrete. And, Doug, it's a concrete or a Sunday? It's not a Sunday, Sunday? no. Mm. It's not a Sunday, a concrete or a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Sunday. It isn't Sunday. (laughs) Hot fudge Sunday. It just isn't. That's correct. Don't say or Sunda. Or City Red Sunda. Well, if you uh, go say that, Sunda at Ted Drew's, they'll know what to make. They absolutely uh, would know. But if you say Sunday, they go, oh, yes, sir, that's right, Sunday. <laughs> Thank no, you. it's not. It's Tuesday. This is... It's uh, named after the doggies, and it is brand new for 2023, along with all of the classics, of course. I got it. I love it. It is uh, Ted's vanilla frozen custard, along with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's scotch oatmeal cookies. Oh, it's so choice. Uh, you have the Cardinal Sin, you have the Lemon Crumb, you have delicious treats on Chippewa and South Grand. That South Grand location's been open since 1931. It is the oldest frozen custard stand in the country. It's Ted Drew's. It really is good, guys and, and gals. gals. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted Drew. So, uh, Doug, uh, Martin Kilcoin did an interview that aired after the All-Star Game with John Mazalak uh, on Fox 2, and you can read a transcription of the interview at fox2now.com. And uh, Jackson, uh, we have some audio clips from the interview with John Mazalak, who is uh, certainly under fire by many Cardinal fans for this year's team, and really has been, I, I think, under fire for a number of years. Uh, a number of different topics touched on here. Uh, let's start with clip number five, Plowhawk. I know these gotcha. are out of order. Uh, no, do you see the numbers next Gosh, I hope the Lipson works. <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, Mazalek talking about the fan and the fan frustration. All right, hit the lever, Plow. See. I still speak to groups, and I'm you know, still out there. And, and I think when they're face-to-face with you, they, they have empathy and, and you know, feel bad for where you are. Um, I think when you go online and, and you read what people are writing about you, yeah, there's real anger. And, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are calling for my job. And uh, I can understand that to some level. I mean, it, it hasn't been a good year. Tell folks why you feel you can get this turned around. People that are criticizing you, if you wanted to address your critic, what would you say? Well, I think, 
you know, I have a pretty good resume. I think the, the history of, of, of our decision making overall has been, been pretty good. And, and I think, you know, the, the best way to approach this is, you know, recognize that you do have a problem, admit it, and then try to find a solution. And, you know, we, we understand that. And, and I'm not trying to sit here with you right now and, and try to defend what we did and, and blame other people. I, I, I know that, that we made mistakes and we're going to try to get it right. John Mazalock talking about uh, the fans' angst and frustration. Plowhawk, you have been especially outspoken regarding uh, Mazalock. What do you think about that? I actually didn't mind the clip. He's very good at talking to the media and kind of painting a, a, a picture of what needs to happen. But I, I, was, I, I liked how he kind of laughed. He goes, well, I, under, I understand why people you know, are calling for my job. I still don't love the look at my resume it's pretty good i because your track record i mean it's not since 2015 you have half the league has more postseason wins than the cardinals in 2015 so that's tough to say you know your resume speaks for itself because as of late it has not especially with the free agent signings and some of the trade that you made yeah i mean that that is part of the resume certainly the success and no losing seasons is part of the resume (laughs) but also i mean what has gone on with not just free agent acquisitions, but also the players the Cardinals have let go. Uh, that's also part of the resume. And uh, if you're going to evaluate this, you have to have a, a long list of pros and cons. And uh, the resume would certainly include some some cons. He does address the off-season pitching, uh, or lack thereof, with regards to the Cardinals and any free agent pitching acquisitions. That's his uh, clip number six, Plowhawk. Why weren't you guys more aggressive in terms of adding pitching? Well, a couple of reasons. Um, some of the pitchers that we did chase, we just weren't able to to get done. And then the other was we really wanted to give some of these guys an opportunity. And you know, when you when you're trying to give your internal guys, um, I think the hindsight is is probably should have had some depth though to cover for it. Now, what was that smirk there by you? So, like, his plan, I don't know, when when was Wayno shut down for the start of the season? He got hurt in the World Baseball Classic. He got hurt in the World Baseball Classic working out, not arm. I think it was a groin injury, if memory serves, Doug, while he was working out. Because I still think they should have went after pitching, even if Wayno was in the rotation. But I was thinking of what, how many pitchers were still available on the market when Wainwright went down. Um, I was trying to think about that, but... I don't understand what he meant when he said... We want to give these young guys a chance. Woodford? Are you talking Libertor? Yeah, Woodford. Yeah, it, it, so, so the tra- like I said, uh, you can listen to the entire interview or read the entire transcription of Martin Kilcoin and uh, John Mazalak on Fox2Now.com. Fox2Now.com. Uh, he elaborates on that. He says, when you're trying to give your internal guys that first shot, the hindsight is we probably should have had some depth to cover for it. Dakota Hudson was someone we penciled in for our rotation. And he's pitched almost the whole season at AAA. That's a problem. Matthew Libertor is a guy we wanted to give a chance to pitch. He got optioned out in spring training and ultimately has pitched for us, but hasn't taken that next step to where we could count on him every fifth day. So those are the two he's making reference to. So you didn't sign a pitcher because you want to give those two guys a chance? Yeah, that does. That's not a good reason to go into a season the first two months without Wainwright to have Woodford and Libertor. And I get Libertor lit it up at I the didn't beginning. Get hurt until, Wainwright didn't get hurt until the final month of, of spring training, or the final week of spring training. Not that that is, I mean, because 
this is something that would have been slash should have been addressed much earlier. The, 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 the best pitchers are not going to be sitting around in the final week of, of March. Uh, so he says, I don't think the market really shifted. I think people were looking at uh, options worth considering. Am I really going to get those innings? It wasn't like we were necessarily chasing top of market players or pitchers, but clearly as we sit here today, yes, we would do something differently. And that is with regards to, I think, both pitching and uh, hitting. Well, if they were going to go after, like, say, two free agent starting pitchers in, instead of Hudson and Libertor, uh, an average starting pitcher makes $10 million a year or so and probably would have wanted five years. So it may have cost you $100 million to go out and get two average starting pitchers on the free agent market as opposed to giving Hudson and Libertor a shot. That, that probably affected their decision. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not sure an average pitcher who's only going to make $10 million is going to win five years. Well, if, if it's four years, free agent's going to hold out for every last penny he can get. There's not a lot of really good starting pitchers that make less than $10 million a year. Right. And again, free agents. and again, Wayno got hurt in the last week of spring yeah. training. Yeah, that was my thought, like originally thinking, begging for pitching. I still think... You needed one with Wainwright or without. But, right, yeah, the, the market definitely wasn't there when Wainwright ended up being shut down for the first month and a half, two months. So I, I understand that. I just think uh, he Stephen can- Matz, I think we would all consider – I mean, when he was signed, there's not revisionist history on this. When he was signed, he was considered a back-of-the-rotation guy. He certainly wasn't considered a uh, potential ace. And Stephen Matz is making 10.5 this year, and then 12.5 next year, and 12.5 in 2025, and he will be in his mid-30s. So, with the market, I think we would all agree. I would imagine the Cardinals would agree, having increased since the time that he signed his deal, uh, and Stephen Matz falling in the category of below average. Even if he wanted to be liberal with his assessment and say he's average, which I would absolutely dispute, and the Cardinals weren't putting him even as their three-starter. He was a back-of-the-rotation guy, uh, and it's not like throughout his career he had been even an above-average pitcher. He had one good year. Uh, that gives you an idea of the price of poker, and that was uh, you know, a, a near $40 million deal for Stephen Matz that was signed after the 2021 season. Um, so it gives you an idea of the cost. But the thing that I just don't understand is so much of the strategy going into the season was hope. Hope that Tyler O'Neill reverts to the one year where he has been a great player, 2021. Because he's been around baseball for a number of years now and, and has one great year. Uh, Dylan Carlson and Lars Newtbar in that outfield. And then you also have two cornerstone guys, two who may wind up in the Hall of Fame in Arenado and Goldschmidt, and you just didn't really build around them. And I don't understand. I just don't understand that, which is why I continue to say uh, that I think that they were, and, and they're not talking about it, that they were altered by their television revenue situation. Um, now, I don't know that. Nobody's even told me that that may be. Now, I guess I shouldn't say that. I've had somebody not associated with the organization tell me that that is an issue for them. But uh, you lose $60 million in revenue. Not that they've lost that in its entirety, but the potential that you lose that. And if the payroll is 170 that gives you an idea of the percentage of $60 million. And now if you you know don't understand how money works or business, you go, well, Bill DeWitt's a billionaire. I don't care. And that's fine. But 
you know, that kind of comment would be dismissed out of hand by serious people. So if you lose a third of your uh, revenue or a portion of a third of that revenue or you have concern about the long-term stability of that revenue and you are still a small market, even if you are bringing in 3 million fans, the television revenue is a material part of that pie, that could alter your expense strategy, which is what I still think may have happened. Otherwise, I have no idea why John Mazzalek would have said publicly we are going to increase our payroll and then do nothing to tend to the pitching staff. Uh, he did continue to discuss uh, the criticism, and one of those things is the Cardinal talent evaluation. Here is what he had to say with regards to talent evaluation, such as two All-Stars who we saw face off in the Home Run Derby and Randy Arozarena and Adolis Garcia. Uh, this is clip number one, Plowhawk. Number one, please. Hit the lever, Palsy. Well, I think, you know, at the time, the, 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 where we thought our, our outfield was going to look like has not achieved Garcia has or, or even um, a Rosarena. And, you know, you try to pick the right players. Um, you know, at the time, I, I think O'Neill and Bader were both more valued than them at the time of those deals. And, you know, now things have changed. And, you know, you're trying to get it right. You really are. Um, but, you know, clearly those look like mistakes. Yeah. What else could he say about that? I mean, Garcia yeah. was even DFA'd by the Rangers at one point. Every team in the majors could have picked up Garcia. Then they signed him again, and now suddenly he's blossomed into the RBI leader in the major leagues. No one saw that coming. Nobody. I, I think a Rosarena. The, the issue, Rosarena, is the Instagram thing, and that's and that, I just, that, that's it. I don't, I don't, I don't even enter talent evaluation into that, which to me is just a mistake. That is a mistake on the part of the organization. It certainly was a mistake on the part of Randy Rosarena, but it didn't have any malice. And that was a tr uh, a trigger that the Cardinals pulled that, you know, understandably they deny. But I just, for the life of me, I will not believe that. And I'm telling you, if he doesn't Instagram live Mike Schultz's speech from Atlanta, he's a member of the Cardinals still, and the Cardinals are in better shape. I don't know Dallas that they Garcia, would have room for him in the outfield in this <laughs> He'd probably be a bench player, fourth or fifth outfielder. I'm glad they drafted three outfielders in four rounds this year because they are the worst team I've seen evaluate outfield. And, like, I, I just – they're great They're great at drafting pitching, the infield and utility guy they have on lockdown. They, I mean, the plumbers of the world, they, they cannot – Plumbers? <laughs> they, 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 they cannot, like, evaluate outfield talent. And even when they have it in their organization, they can't evaluate who's going to be their future and who's going to be, you know, just an average guy because they've almost missed on all of them. I mean, look at the outfield. We, I mean, the Gritchick, Biscotti, Fowler, and then you had, you know, going to be Tyler O'Neill and Carlson. And like it, it, they just rotate Bader. the three average outfielders every two or three years and get rid of, you know, all-star type talent. In the same position, it's it's just they cannot evaluate outfield talent for some reason. They can draft. Your thoughts it. are welcome. Three one four eight eight one TMA five. Many people uh, sounding off. We'll continue to play clips from Martin Kilcoin's interview <coughs> on Fox Two. You can read the transcription at Fox Two Now dot com. As he talked it over with uh, John Mazalock last night following the All Star game. Uh, and of course, you're welcome to call at six three six nine zero zero four TMA or email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today here. Uh, in our Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Get involved on the radio program. Big St. Charles Motorsports has this deal for our listeners. Disconnect from the daily grind with something far more powerful 
the bodies of water that surround you. The Yamaha 2023 Wave Runner lineup offers everything, including the Built for Fun EX Series, the Race Ready GP Series with performance-enhancing technology, and the top-of-the-line FX Series. Chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports, located on I-70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. That is... Yamaha and Big St. Charles Motorsports. Jackson, tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, if you would be so kind. Well, he's the great communicator, Tim. Doug has said that. Doug said it before the show. He was like, man. Yeah, I heard him talking about that. Mark Hanna is really the great communicator. Will, you should get into a Roth IRA. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually, uh, that was audio of my my first call with Mark Hanna. Oh, it was? Yeah, so it was crazy that we had that ready to go. Uh, Mark Hanna is the great communicator. Plenty of people out there in the financial world who have similar expertise and wisdom as Mark Hanna. But the way Mark Hanna conveys his message to his client, he's so knowledgeable, mm-hmm. but he's able to transfer that knowledge from him to, to his you. clients. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So, it's so important to have someone you can trust, whether it be in anything, but uh, certainly for your financial future, you know you want somebody you can trust. And I can tell you firsthand, Mark Hanna is somebody you can trust. You get on the phone with him, you're going to feel better when you get off the phone than when you get on it. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. It's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And Heavy Smoke and Chris Schaefer, if you are in the mood for some barbecue, we have a world champion advertising on this program. His name is Chris Schaefer, and the place is Heavy Smoke. Heavy Smoke BBQ. Dot com is where you can go to get it catered. It is at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit in St. Peter's. Chris's barbecue is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party in your mouth you've ever experienced. They have homemade sides. He is a barbecue genius, and that is why he is now a three-time world championship barbecue winner. It's Heavy Smoke online at Heavy Smoke BBQ.com. Heavy Smoke Barbecue sponsor here of the Ryan Kelly morning after. 314-881-TMA5. That is how you can text into the program and call in 636-9004-TMA. Tim, could you do a deep dive on the Cardinals on your podcast soon before or after the trade deadline? Sure. I mean, any topic is welcome on QFTA. So uh, just go ahead and email in anything you want, and we talk about it. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Oh, that comes from Deluxe, Plowhawk. Uh-huh. I wonder if that's the real Deluxe or is it somebody who wants to be called Deluxe? I think the latter. Yeah, I would say probably somebody who took the numb the plume. Now I'm scrolling up and someone said, can I be Deluxe? So, <laughs> oh, right. is this a guy oh, that's well, a cockleburr in your saddle? Uh, he's fine. No, like, uh, I think we hash things out, me over the air, him oh, via the fan page. Yeah, okay. I think we're good. I had no uh, beef. Uh, John Mazalek was asked by Martin Kilcoin about Ali Marmol and the job stability and also the coaching staff and how much he uh, puts on them for the team's performance so far this season. Uh, here is what he had to say. This is Soundbite 3, Plowhawk. Yeah, I don't think the coaches have any fault in this. Um, you know, they're handed to players. It's, it's you know, unfortunately it didn't work. Um, but I think Ali and his, his group do a really good job. They work really hard. And, um, you know, they continue to do that. But it, I think you know, their level of frustration is probably as real as a fan base. That's interesting. Well, That's an interesting bite. 
Well, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I think all of this comes down to roster construction. What can Ali Marmol do? I mean, they have uh, their 25th in ERA for starting pitching, and their bullpen has a 5.56 ERA since the start of June. Like, what, what's he going to what, – what can Marmol do better? No, I get it, but just having Moselock openly basically blame himself fully typically does not happen, especially with the president of baseball operations. Usually you don't really have a scapegoat in mind, but typically you try to – lessen the blow for yourself but i think you know him and the dewitts have a great relationship i just thought that was a weird clip there is an issue that they have of players uh that they considered very promising that had terrific minor league careers that stalled out at the major league level tyrone dylan carlson would be one mm-hmm. uh rosarena didn't do much in the short time that he had here garcia didn't he came up briefly didn't he and, and did next to nothing uh, Alcantara, wasn't he up briefly, or was he just in the minors? He league? was just in the minors at the time, yeah. But they do have, there is a bit of a track record of guys that they think very highly of that they get to the major league level with the Cardinals. I guess Lane Thomas would be another one, who did nothing when he's here, and then they go elsewhere, and they start to produce. But outside of Carlson, how many of those guys got a real half-season chance you know what I mean? Lane Thomas came up and down. I mean, these guys are recycled from AAA to the majors a few times. They don't really get a rhythm of things. Uh, I mean, Randy Rosarena, I thought, showed promise. I thought he kind of had the athleticism. You probably should have kept him. But you just didn't see enough of Lane Thomas or Roland uh, Gar. You just don't see them. They, they come in for a weekend trip or, you know, five, ten-game stretch, and they're back down. Well, some of those guys, when the they came up, hitting. you had a team in the middle of a pennant race, and they weren't going to put a guy True. out just to see him play. No, I get that. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They didn't get a real shot. That's why it's like... But it does seem like there has been, in the last few years, a track record of players who didn't really develop like they thought they were going to at the Major League level until they went somewhere else. The averages don't look great. Very astute observation. Randy Rosarena did perform decently. I mean, his, his time with the Cardinals was super short at the Major League level. But, I mean, it was 19 games. He had 20 at bats. That's it. Uh, and hit 300 at an 891 OPS with a home run in those 20 at bats. So you know, I mean, it's it's not like he came up and, and flopped around. The issue for Randy Rosarena, so help me. Uh, and I think this may be more of a Mike Schilt thing. I know Mike Schilt has been canonized post- posthumously here, uh, but uh, <laughs> I think that was more Mike Schilt than John Mazelock, believe it or not. Uh, I know that isn't convenient to narratives uh, because he was pissed that that was streamed, and I think that played a role in their they're falling out uh so randy rosarena doing what he is doing it was not a fluke it became known as a fluke and now he continues to do it he is an all-star he is part of a team that is a favorite to win the american league pennant that was disastrous period now the way that it was spun initially was oh the cardinals are getting this 18th ranked pitching prospect look at him well now it's a few years of it and you see him up and now you see him down ah yes 
down. Him? Oh, yes, I'd say, oh, yes, down. <laughs> and he's down at Memphis on the uh, Kerry Robinson I-55 Expressway. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think at this point there's a decent enough sample size to start going, wow, that thing was yet another disaster. I think the Garcia thing, that can be a little more Monday morning quarterbacking because it's not like the Rangers initially identified him. They let him go as well, and other teams passed on him when he was floating around through waivers. The Lane Thomas thing, I don't know if Lane Thomas is going to wind up being at a Randy Rosarena's level, but that was for John Lester, and I disagree that that made sense and that worked out. Uh, it, Lane Thomas for John Lester, I, I, it, just, it, it continues to go back to the misjudgment of talent, in particular, just on this discussion, in the outfield. Over the last decade, I guess going back to 2015 in particular, how many times have we heard that there's the solution in the outfield and then it changes like every other year? This year it was going to be O'Neill Carlson and Newt Bar. And as Mazalek says in the interview, I don't know if it's in one of the sound bites, but it's in the transcription, they've missed a combined 125 games. And in part, you can say that's a surprise with regards to two of them, Carlson and Newt Bar, who haven't been health problems in their careers, but Tyler O'Neill's been injury prone throughout his career. So then what's the plan B? Jordan Walker, totally understand. But Jordan Walker was sent down even though he was hitting well because you wanted to make sure you had at-bats for guys who were kind of underperforming. And then they continued to underperform for the most part. Why? Because the evaluation of them being stars or solutions at the minimum was inaccurate. And that, that conversation is even tending to the starting rotation in the bullpen, which would I would imagine be people's number one reason why the Cardinals are in the spot they're in. Uh, one more soundbite from this, and that is what the trade deadline is going to look like for the Cardinals. Here is Martin Kilcoin and John Mazalock on Fox 2. Hit the lever, Plaza. We're not necessarily like waving the white flag, but all decisions or all moves we do really will try to set us up for next year. Quick. Answer that. <clears throat> Setting them up uh, for he, next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he did elaborate on that uh, in, in the transcription um, with regards to how they are going to uh, approach it. Uh, you heard him say they're not necessarily waving the white flag, but uh, I think even with a, with a short soundbite like that, uh, that's an important thing to hear, setting them up for next year. Setting them up for next year would not indicate parting ways with, with Paul Goldschmidt, from my standpoint. I mean, I'm reading between the lines. Here is what exactly what he said. Right now, I can tell you, we're going to trade people. You just don't know if it's going to be household names or guys who are more likely to not be here next year. It's easy to talk about what we may or may not do at the moment, but we're not going to just give away players. We want to get some value in return. We want to get some value that helps us in 2024, and that is really going to be our focus as we enter the trading period. And then Martin says, is anybody untradeable at this point? And he said, I always hate that phrase because there's always something that would make you say, I would trade someone. I think the fact is, I hope we can keep our core together and supplement it properly. Now, as he said, there's no finite answer on who is tradable and who is not. But what he tells you, in my opinion, with talking about 2024 Uh, And then also that final statement of I hope we can keep our core together and supplement it properly is that that most likely means Paul Goldschmidt is not going anywhere. I wouldn't expect Nolan Arenado to go anywhere anyway, even though he makes a lot of money. He is he's much younger again in baseball terms than Goldschmidt and he's under contract for a number of years. So that would that one wouldn't make sense. Goldschmidt to me would. But if they are 
turning the page toward 2024 and not necessarily a full-on rebuild, which I understand, I understand, uh, then that tells me that they would not be trading Paul Goldschmidt unless they are blown away by some kind of offer for him. Doug, what's your interpretation of that? Uh, I, I don't know, besides those two, Arnott and Goldschmidt, who really is the core. Uh, is Contreras? I think, Walk, I think, I think Walker is. I guess Walker I th- would be I, in there. Contreras? I don't know. I guess maybe he'd have to be. I think I, think I will tell you this. If, if I could throw a dart, kind of like I did on betting the Cardinals to win the National League Central, if I could throw a dart and get good odds on it, I think the Cardinals trading Wilson Contreras could be similar to the Alan Craig deal of nine years ago. They had just signed Craig to a long-term deal, but keep in mind that's when he was turning, uh, making the turn at first base in Cincinnati, hurt his foot, was never the same player, essentially ended his career. He would be lying in pain at home plate after the Cardinals won game three of the 2013 World Series on that interference on Will Middlebrooks. I mean, that was the end of his career. The Cardinals knew they had a declining asset. They knew they had a problem, and they unloaded him. Uh, they got John Lackey, the player who wound up having the most value in that deal long term, actually wound up being Joe Kelly, who's still pitching and entertaining people and writing books. But uh, the Cardinals unloaded a declining asset. Wilson Contreras is not only a likely declining asset, but he is a major problem. And I would be curious, and I mean a major problem not because he's a bad guy or anything like that, but because he is under contract for the amount of money he is. And the Cardinals might actually have a solution inside the organization. I mean, hell, Herrera. you picked him up on waiver wires, Doug. Uh, yeah. Waiver wire for our fantasy <laughs> team. That's that's why, for the life of me, I don't understand why last year's top priority was to replace catcher. I, I, listen, if you can get Sean Murphy, God bless America. But if not, you had other issues to tend to outside of catcher, and replacing Yadier Molina is not an easy accomplishment. But that was mission number one. And once you didn't get Murphy, you panicked and overpaid for Contreras. Overpaid in the moment. So if somebody would be willing to take it on and the Cardinals go, okay, we're going to pick up a portion of this uh, or just, you know, eat crap on the deal. I'm not saying it's likely by any means, but if I could get like 15 to 1 on my money, I'd, I would keep an eye on, on, that, on that being a play. But as far as the core goes, yeah, the core are your corner outfielders. And, God, I don't know. I don't know if they, how they view Newt Bar. Uh, he's another one who's kind of stalled out. He has, he's certainly not had the kind of season that they were counting on. Yeah. I, mean, I guess Gorman would be played. One. I guess he could be. He's oh, I don't down. think so. He I is. I don't think so. His defense and his striking out. And, yeah, I think he could certainly be a person that could be on the move. Yeah. Yeah. I know you you got to love Edmund and, and Donovan both have, you know, are so handy to have as utility players, but I don't know that they're – you build championship squads around those those two guys. Oh, maybe, w- maybe you do. I mean, you like to have them, but so does everybody else. So if you're looking to right. a, an asset that might actually bring you something good in return, one of those guys could be the answer. I, I mean, if you're working for next year, I I think I'm in the opposite of the Goldschmidt trade. I, I think if you packaged him and Donovan or him and Edmund, depending on who you choose, I think Edmund's more valuable to me because his center field ability is insane, so you can – kind of move him around I I just I would take a push on a really nice starting pitcher maybe and just try your hand at Jordan Walker at first base moving forward next year if he's going to be in the lineup every day next year you can maybe put him in a position he may succeed at in some way so I think maybe a full offseason 
Jordan Walker getting comfortable at first. You take care of an offseason move, maybe at a starting pitcher, maybe at an outfield, depending on how it looks. You can have Edmund out there full time. I would do the two first. I think you would get a lot of bang for your buck with a Goldschmidt Donovan style combo package deal. And I think you just, if you're already playing for next year, you might as well give Jordan Walker a shot at a different position because he's not your he's not your longtime future outfielder anyways. If you need a transition with third later, so be it. With regards to 2024, and I understand it because it isn't necessary. Even if you did trade Paul Goldschmidt, you don't go, God, there's there's nobody left. But here's the issue. And I say that because you have Arnado and you have Walker and you have Mason Wynn, and it's not like they would trade everyone who is a position player. So you still have, as you guys were just mentioning, take your pick. They, I can't imagine they would trade both Edmund and Donovan. I'd be shocked if Tyler O'Neill is a Cardinal uh, this time next year, whether it's this time next month or this time next year. Uh, I think that's in part professional and in part personal. But with all of that said, we're talking right now about position players in 2024. Keep in mind the Cardinals have two guys under contract in their starting rotation in 2024 as we speak. And one of them is named Steven Matz. So you can talk about 2024 all you want, but you have a long way to go to tend to what is still your most problematic issue, and that is the starting staff, much less going into a deeper conversation in the bullpen. So you can talk about Jordan Walker's issues defensively in the outfield, which certainly merit discussion and the possibility of uh, an improvement. Keep in mind, Albert Pools came up as a third baseman, then became a left fielder, then moved what most people know him as as a first baseman. But when he started his first All-Star game in Seattle, he was playing third base. Or when he played in his first All-Star game, I don't know if he started in 2001. But with regards to uh, the, the Cardinals' 2024 plans, they don't have a starting staff. You can say they have two guys, but one of them is Steven Matz. And then the other one's Miles Michaelis. So... You've got major issues to tend to because the two young guys that Mazalak made reference to of wanting to give a chance to in 2023 have both underperformed so much so that they're both at AAA. And by the way, Dakota Hudson has been bad at AAA, so it's not like he is healing from his surgery, and Matthew Libertor is just not panning out to date. And at this point, you have a pretty decent sample size on it. So you can talk about... 2024 all you want and maybe you are going to go out and sign a free agent pitcher but there's still more issues that need to be tended to I take from that interview that it would be very surprising if Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty are members of the Cardinals a month from now oh yeah I would think they're definitely out if they're billing to 2024 there's no point to keep those guys and they're valuable assets to some team that's in the race right now 100% the only way I would say them just as a disclaimer is if the Cardinals go on a heater because the Cardinals are in a division where you, you go, okay, there isn't an Atlanta Braves or Rays sitting there, or Dodgers, I suppose, where you go, that team is, is head and shoulders. But they are as far back as they are. So if that does not happen over the next two and a half weeks, then I would be shocked if Flaherty and Montgomery are here. See, I'm of the differing opinion. Flaherty for sure. But if you're looking at a rotation for next year, that's why I think trading Paul Goldschmidt and packaging him with a Donovan or Edmund, I think that's the dream scenario because you'll definitely have a team ready to ship a high, highly touted prospect pitcher ready in the next you know year or a pitcher that's under contract for another year that maybe needs to resign after next year. That, and, but you're going to need more than that for Goldschmidt. Was, this guy was the MVP that's what I, of the I'm league I'm saying that's, just, that's a good starting point, and then you can throw in whatever you else you want. But Jordan Montgomery, I don't know how much he's going to be offered on the market, but I think that's a perfect three guy 
for, you know, what the money is going to be as opposed to letting him and Flaherty go. Matt's may not even be, the, be in the rotation, so you're not having to re- re- replace four rotation pitchers as opposed to at least letting Montgomery be the three guy. I don't, like I said, I don't know what his value is in the open market, but I would re-sign Montgomery over throwing my hat in the ring on $250 million pitchers. I'd rather pay a quarter of that for a Montgomery and then get yourself a really highly touted pitcher, spend $100, $150 million. I, I just think if you trade both those guys, you literally have nothing coming in the next year. I would year. think for Montgomery and Flaherty, you could probably get two highly touted Triple A pitchers, but if that, I mean, you might be able to replace both those guys with young guys for next maybe. year. Maybe, yeah. I didn't think Montgomery is just he cheap-ish. He's reliable. He's not going to he, be he cheap played, after this he, season if he continues to pitch the way he is. I, he's seventeenth in the ERA this season. I just I disagree that he's a hundred million dollar pitcher. And if somebody wants to hand him that, go for it. I certainly wouldn't. But I, I, if he's in the fifty to eighty million dollar range as a pitcher, I, I think I would take the chance on him. Your thoughts welcome. 314-881-TMA5. EDF group text inbox is how you can participate in said discussion here on the radio program. That's engineer design facilities heretofore known as the EDF group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check them out on their newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. If you are feeling tired, feeling sluggish, feeling like you don't have the energy you used to have or not putting on muscle like you used to and putting on weight instead, those are symptoms of low testosterone. You can get that tended to with mentality. At lowtusa.com. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. When you feel like you don't have the energy or drive to keep up with your kids after work, that can be a symptom of low testosterone. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. I have been out there and I have been tested so I can speak to it firsthand. It's lowtusa.com. It is mentality. Compete at work and at sports like you did years ago, get tested at lowtusa.com with mentality. Uh, Guys, Paul Goldschmidt will not move his family, so the deal would be uh, off. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you got to keep in mind on the Goldschmidt thing, this is not a cardinal decision. This is a cardinal decision and a Paul Goldschmidt decision. Uh, So if Goldschmidt doesn't want to go, then Goldschmidt can make that decision. The key on that conversation is, there's a good chance Paul Goldschmidt's going to be moving his family at some point in the near future because he is up after the 2024 season. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Is It's almost like you could frame the trade deadline moves based upon that. You ask Paul Goldschmidt, are you willing to move somewhere? And if he says no, then you go one way. If he says yes, then you field yeah. offers the other way. And you have to hear that from him before you believe oh, yeah. that he absolutely will not move. Like St. Louis is the Shangri-La. There's no <laughs> way anyone would ever leave here. Last place team in this market. Yeah, why would you ever leave? <laughs> Painting a very dark picture there, yeah. Doug. Yeah. Well, if I'm him, I mean, he's not from here. He's not a St. Louis no, guy. Texas guy. He's only been here really a couple of years. I, I could see why you would love playing in front of 40,000 people a night. Especially coming from Arizona. Yeah. But the team's no good. And if he were to go to a, uh, a a flashy market with a team that's got a chance to win it all, why why wouldn't you go? Sure. 
I think he would prefer to be in a market where it isn't real flashy, you know, uh, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Tampa Bay is a great place to live, but you don't have a whole lot of attention. Hell, you don't have a whole lot of fans. Um, so that could be a place where, again, that's Tampa Bay, though. Tampa Bay historically isn't necessarily one to go shopping at the trade deadline for an MVP uh, or the defending MVP. Um this one, uh, Doug, is in reference to a question for me and Iggy, and I don't know if you want to sound off on it. Tim, can you and Iggy rank the better adult starlet between Gabby Carter and Karina Cobb? That's not what is we've been Karina? talking about. I don't know the other one, so I'd say Gabby Carter. <clears throat> Doug, do you know Karina Cobb? I have no I idea don't. who that is. Well, I just and I think Gabby retired, that. so. Did she? How old yeah, is she? Oh, I don't she's, know, man. She's, she's Prego. Oh, yeah. Mazel tov. Bun in the oven. <laughs> Man, she went into a dark place there about a year ago. Well, we got off the yeah, Cardinals train in a hurry, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want to talk about, Doug? The Listen, team sucks, and then they trade a bunch of well, people for Some value. of this is on people like you. You told us before the year that Lars Newtbar was the next Ted Williams. Yeah, yeah what? We were so high on this guy. Where and look the what we got. What has he done this year? Because we, again. We got a bet in third now. <laughs> we lo- he's the Karina Kopp of, of outfielders. <laughs> and he's, is she an adult star? I don't even know if she's an adult star. That sounds she, like an adult Doug, star. Is she an adult name. star? I don't know who it is. She has 7 million followers. One of them's Larry Nickel, but I can't, I, can't, <laughs> oh. I, I can't figure out if she's an adult star or not. Wow, yeah. Lars Newbar is how uh, It says she's an year. internet celebrity, yeah. well-known social media personality and content creator. So I do not believe that she is. She might have an OnlyFans. I don't know. Okay. You can type in nude. Type in nude and see what comes up. Yeah, no, this don't new- type in Jackson. nude. Type in nude. This okay, new get bar. off the Hubbard she, Wi-Fi she real quick. She immediately comes up. One person comes up. If you type in nude. No, Karina Cox. <laughs> Karina Cox nude. See what comes yeah. up. Yeah, AI's gotten crazy where they just know who you want to see naked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, but they could, like, I could type in my own name, nude, and they'd be like, OnlyFans oh, leak videos on of Piddles. Ooh, no, I'm hot. just saying, like, that, like, this is like the, mm, welcome to the party. internet. No, no type uh, your name in OnlyFans and nothing will come up, so. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that. I guess there are some nudes apparently here. I don't know. Of you? No, not of I. Oh, I've no, never taken. Don't a say nude. not of I. Don't I, don't ever say I not like of that. I. I've uh, I've never taken a nude photo of myself. Okay. And well, no. Boy, we really activated the people on the Karina Kopf talk. Who yeah. knew? I don't really not to mention that. her hot body that looks <laughs> hot in a bikini. All right. <laughs> What's Lars hitting this year, Plowsy? Uh, I was two. Is that even looking up? Two fifty-nine, five home runs, twenty-five ribbies. He's terrible. It's we hype He's been hurt a lot. He's got his own bobblehead coming up. Him. <laughs> he does. He's surfing on a shark. And now he's a middle of the order hitter. They had him hitting third. What third the other night? Yeah, it's a great five. I think they just play darts, and whatever player gets hit first gets to hit first, and so on and so forth. He has 80 less at bat than all of last year, and last year he had 14 home runs and 40 RBIs. So he probably, yeah, and he's just not very great. So I'd trade him too. Well, I think anybody's, yeah, anybody's eligible to be. But then point. they think about all the bobbleheads they can sell in the next five or ten years <laughs> with the pepper grinders, the salt they and pepper those shakers. Away. They give the bobbleheads away. Yeah, but it gets the people in the building. Yeah, it gets them in the building, man. To buy you don't like the Lars bobblehead? I don't like all these 
spending more money on giveaway than you do players. Well, those are so sponsored. I'm sorry. Those are just, sponsored items. Like I said, Bush and the, the house that Bobble held is built because do you think, the only do you thing think like, like the scout the scouting room is like they like talk baseball for five minutes and then plan the giveaways for the next. I bet time. you the scouting and talent evaluation department is a smaller room than their advertising and marketing department. I can guarantee you that. I don't know that you could guarantee. Oh, they that. yeah, advertising. They're they're sipping on finest champagne and eating caviar while they come up with the brilliant bobblehead ideas. Which you have to admit that they do a great job, though. are trading a bunch of all-star player for they you know, bags out a, of ham. They figured, <laughs> they figured out a way to draw three million fans for a last-place team. They must be doing it right. Yeah, giving away toys to dumb adults. <laughs> oh, it's an easy, it's an easy hit. The kids' meal of of, of baseball. One hundred percent. We 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 are the happy meal receipts. I think they might be marketing geniuses. Well, yeah, that's why they have. 3,000 dumbs walk into the stadium. 3,000 dumbs. <laughs> Miami. Oh Little Havana. 3,000 dumbs. Family Golf and Learning Center is not a place for the dumbs. It's a place for the ball striker. It's a place for the short game wizard. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, a premier golfing facility for all abilities and ages, providing a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or the family. They have monthly clinics, adult clinics, summer camps, and private instruction. They have some great instructors at Family Golf and Learning Center, and they have on-course programs like ladies' leagues, couples' leagues, and parent-child scramble tournaments. They have the double-decker driving range. It's the best driving range. And if you want to play around but short on time, they have a par-three course. It's perfect for you as well. I love the short game area. It is about 100 yards worth of green with pins all over the place, chip, putt, hit bunker shots. It's all there for you. It's Family Golf and Learning Center. Learn, practice, play your best golf. Family Golf online.com send your emails in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day the morning after at insidestl.com comes your way at approximately 9:45 on the radio program that is the design air heating and cooling email of the day we have the munganast daily fantasy sports showdown doug and now it's on to scotland for the scottish Open, and I know you love Lynx golf, so you're going to enjoy this week. That's presented to you by Munganas, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour, and online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Jamie Burkhard, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganas, just wonderful people who will take great care of you. If you are in the market for a new car or a pre-owned vehicle, go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and work with the best. And the best really is Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Doug, you're a big fan. Why are you a big fan? Oh, gosh. It, they're just so, so many nice. Reasons. It's so important to have a car guy, to have a place you can go to know if something happens, these people are going to take great care of me, to know if you want to buy a car, they're going to find just what you need and get you the great, a great price and the service and the people are just so friendly. It's like you got friends out there. You're not, you know, It can be a daunting task to walk into a car dealership and, and try to understand everything and know you're going to get a great deal. You won't feel that way with Munganass at all. You feel like you know these guys for, for your a lifetime. And they, they've just... Been so nice to us. They've got me driving a Toyota Highlander right now, which is just a fantastic SUV. Yep. It's the perfect size. It, you know, it's not so big you feel like you're driving a truck, but it's got all the bells and whistles and the, the cameras on it that you could possibly love. I just love these Toyota Highlanders. That's my rev- dad's with us. You got a RAV4. You like that, too? I bet I you do. I do like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fabulous. And if you go out there. They're, uh, and they're good people. Yeah. I, uh, I hit a picture out there Saturday when I left. You hid? Yeah, I hid a picture out there. A so. picture of you? Yeah. So oh, for heaven's sake. You know, if you're in the 
parts department, service department, getting your car fixed, just kind of look around. You want around. people to rummage around the service department <laughs> looking for a picture for you while, Put while they're fixing cars? Put in a gas tank of a new Acura. Or it could be up somewhere in the uh, snack area where I was at. It's certainly, you couldn't have put it in the service area where they're, they're fixing the engines and There's things. There's plenty of places in there, little nooks and but, crannies. But people aren't allowed just to walk around back there. It's in a safe area. They're using it as a drop cloth for oil changes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that people need to go to St. Louis Acura, a couple miles west of 270, and, and walk around the dealership looking for your picture. No, while you're looking for cars and getting paperwork done, because you know you're going to buy a car once you get there. Uh, just kind of... You know, walk away from the desk a little bit, look under a rug or something. Yeah, look under the rug, dude. Oh, my God. There it is, 314-252-0029. That is the secret number for Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and the upcoming Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Uh, all right, we'll just close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. We'll come back with our 8 o'clock hour. Send your texts in, EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Emails for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.